0: Hello club members, I'm Kate and uh, my dinosaur theme park is, it's not doing great guys, it's not doing great. Kate, I'm so excited that you're playing
1: that game. If y'all don't know this, it's like a, it's like Sims theme park, but much more violent. But Jurassic World. Yes, I remember playing this when we were kids at our friend's house, so I, Kate texted me that she's playing it today and I was very pleased.
0: Yeah, I was very pleased too until Hubris got the best of me. I was like, I don't need to research fences. Everything's fine. And then I watched as, uh, what was it? A, like, fucking T-Rex Eight. ate my park goers. They will do that, Kate. So I don't know if you've seen whole. the movie, but. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I just knew I, I could have prepared better for it. So literally, there's like little sim bodies <laughs> Over my oh my gosh that's <laughs> awful i don't know if they go away like if they respawn or something or if they just stayed there as like a warning to other park guests
1: <laughs> yeah they'll just you will just slowly get a
0: pile over time yeah. my dinosaurs have a kill count we will have a little know, graveyard like a, you click on a dino and it's like this is how many park goers he's killed i'm like oh no <laughs> Eleanor is a troublemaker. <laughs> no, Eleanor's an herbivore and she's doing great. It's the, all the, all the ones that I named after Lord of the Rings characters, those are all the carnivores. So. Oh, I bet. Go- Gollum ate like five part goers. He,
1: I was trying to come up with a pun for like golluming them up. Like, I don't think that you did though. I don't think you all did right. come up with a pun. Well... I'm Emma. I, I may not be able to make puns, but I did <laughs> go better
0: stay here anyway.
1: I know I better stay here anyway. So I, Kate has someone to talk to about her um, dinosaurs.
0: Thank you. Yes. yes.
1: Today was my last cycling class, which sounds very typical for my demographic, but it was, it was Emma really a fun. white woman. Yeah. As, as a wh- white woman in her 20s. Um, but no, it was really fun. It was Cardi B themed, but I knew all of the songs, which made it actually far more painful because I knew how many verses were in each song. So that was not ideal for trying to get through a cycling class.
0: Cardi B has a lot of verses. She's she got does. She just wouldn't stop. It's she's like, got first got of all, she, she doesn't
1: come in until a couple of verses in a lot of the time. And so for a while you're like, is this even a Cardi B song? And then when she comes in, you're like, oh my God, she's just now in the song. So it's like, it's a little rough, but.
0: So we have both suffered today. We have both. Well, you didn't it. suffer your park. My park score suffered. Okay, fair enough.
1: My well, score went down. We're not here to talk about uh, Jurassic Park or Soul Cycling. Instead, Aren't we? we are doing one of our mini episodes today. So in between our maxi episodes, sounds like a tampon commercial um so regular episodes <laughs> regular episodes maybe is a better better phrasing for it um in our regular episodes we cover movies that are suggested by our club members and then um
0: and they're voted on by our patrons so we, yes. we boot all your we take all the suggestions and we boot them up to the big bosses who are just our patrons our overlords our, our patron overlords <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so the we're not doing o- officers.
1: The club yes, officers the club officers officers <laughs>
0: Oh, sp- oh I forgot. Speaking of, we have a new VP. We do. Who? Yeah, so David who was just on our David? show. David? Yes, David who was on our last show. He's Ew, um David. he hosts his- Ew, David. He hosts his own horror show called Horror Movie Talk. It's um it's like kind of like the the brother to our show, like, very much emphasis on like the bro to our sis. <laughs> like we have like I didn't realize how much feminine energy we had until David popped in. Yeah, and now David, very true, like, we have a lot of male energy on our podcast. So, yeah. all this to say, there are brother podcasts, and we love them. And David. Is uh, actually came on the show last week to do It Follows with us, which was super fun. Listen to that one very, if you haven't. Fun. But he is also now one of our patron overlords. He is a vice president of the club, so he gets a vote. I love and that. I'm, I love that. I'm, I'm excited because I feel like David and I have like similar tastes in movies, so I feel like you're you're in good things. hands. <laughs> I feel like i will vote for things that I want. Yeah, watch. I think
1: that that's fair. If you want to become a patron and slash overlord slash club officer, you can do that by going to our Patreon page or just Google us and go to our website. We'll get you there. I think we also have a tiny
0: URL link in our Instagram. So just, yeah, I'll, I'll link the tiny URL in this, in this episode and you can just go there and it takes you, there's a whole tab for patron
1: easy peasy. And then you get to vote and uh, get to boss us around.
0: It's, It's true. It's what you get to do. Those are the rules that we
1: have decided upon. Well, today we are going to be doing a mini episode, and Kate does not know anything about this one, so I got to hold the reins this time. So the subject of this mini episode is going to be on gut instinct, and the way I want to approach this, I actually want to start by telling Kate a really interesting story. So are you ready for this, Kate?
0: I think so. <laughs> so the source My material is that I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of the story. <laughs> well, you
1: know, Kate, we'll talk about that more, but you should trust your gut instinct. Okay. Um, so the source material for this is I'm an avid podcast listener. So I listen to a lot of different podcasts, one of which is Crime Junkie and another of which is Something Was Wrong. So this, this story oh, no. was covered on both of these. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And I just thought it was so interesting and really kind of brought up some, some, Some points that I wanted to explore with Kate.
0: For the record, I don't like true crime. I think crime is bad and I don't like hearing about it. You know, this one is applicable to our lives. Well, not our lives as much because Jesus,
1: well, let me just get into it. So, so this yeah, is let's. the story of a woman named Jazz. She's a 20-something-year-old woman. She's just moved to Denver um, around 2013. So she's settling in, getting all of her affairs in order, and she's wanting to meet new people. And you know what that means in 2013? That means online dating. So she yeah. uh, creates a profile for Plenty of Fish. She starts chatting with some people and then ends up chatting with this very handsome guy, all of skin, bright eyes, Um so anyway, so she is chatting with this guy. Um, things seem to be going well. Uh, she's kind of letting him know that she's moved into the area, you know, new in town, all of that. And he says, well, I'd love to take you out sometime if, if you'd like. And she says, yeah, that sounds good. So they're going to meet up at um, this restaurant. Um, so she gets to the restaurant that day. Um, oh, and she gets to the restaurant that day. No one's, no, it's like a really big open space, but she doesn't see anyone matching like his profile. So she Um, messages to him is like, hey, I'm here. Like, just let me know when you get here. And he texts back. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in traffic. Why don't you just order us two fireball shots at the bar? And then when I get there, we can grab a table. And so she's kind of like, well, that's like a bold start to the. Yeah, that's that's a bold start to the to the date. I'm late. Why don't you just buy us some drinks? Yeah. And fireball shots of all things. Fireball shots. So she, she's like, okay, that's fine enough. You know, we all have the jitters. Probably won't hurt. So she is sitting at this bar. She orders the shots. Um, and she's like, I'm not going to take mine because I don't want that look for me. So I'm just going to sit here with the shots. <laughs> um, while she's doing this, the the bartender checks on her. Even the waitress comes and checks on her, which normally the waitresses don't really tend to the bar because they're they're um, waiting yeah. tables. Um, so she waits here about like 10, 15 minutes and still, still no sight of anyone. A guy sits down, maybe like two seats, two seats away from her. Doesn't match the description. Just another guy at the bar. So she, um, he, he gets, she gets another message and the message is like, actually I got pulled over. So I'm going to be even later. And she's like, okay, at this point, she's like starting to wonder just a little bit like, am I being stood up? But she's not super invested. Yes. So she's, yeah. So she's just chilling. Um, allowing kind of the the evening to progress. Um, get yourself a man who doesn't get arrested on the way. Yeah, the exactly. She's also like mildly confused. She's like, I don't really remember there being a whole lot of traffic. But again, I don't know which way he comes into town. It's not rush hour, but like, who knows? I'm not going to like rip this man's story apart just because he's 15 minutes late. I'm mildly embarrassed. I would. Um, so it gets to the point where the shots, like the bartender offers to go like put the shots back in the fridge just so they like, Yeah. Just so they stay good while she's waiting. Yeah. So. Oh, that's really sad. So eventually he just doesn't show up. And so she gives him a call and it, it says that the number's out of service. And she's like, that's weird. Okay. I was,
0: you're, you're being watched girl. Yeah. She's like,
1: I was just messaging him. I don't understand how this number's not in service um so while all this is happening she's about to say you know what like I'm already here I need dinner I'm just gonna grab a table and get some food the gentleman two seats over from her just starts talking to her he notices her she's not super interested in him he's handsome but she's at this point kind of like I'm over it like I just want to eat and go home um but he starts chatting with her and he's like hey like like have you been stood up like like what's going on and and just trying to like small talk with her maybe hitting on her a little bit and she's like yeah like it's not a big deal it's a first date you know it happens to the best of us um and he's like well you know what like why don't I buy you dinner like we can just we can just hang out and chat like it's I don't want this night to go to waste for you and my hackles are just very raised (laughs) yeah you're just like where is this going (laughs) What are your intentions? Yeah. So she says, no, like, I don't, you don't have to buy me dinner, um, but like, you're welcome. I'm happy to just sit and chat with you, but like, I can pay for my own dinner. So they sit down, they grab a, um, they grab a table and they're sitting down and chatting. Um, Eventually she kind of has to go to the bathroom. So she gets up to go to the bathroom um, and just says, Hey, like, would you mind watching my stuff while I do that? So she goes into the bathroom and as before she can even open a stall door, the waitress who has been checking in on her like comes through the door and says hey i need to talk to you
0: oh no oh my god
1: yeah oh my god okay and she's and like oh my she's heart like, my heart is racing so like, it's about that guy and she's like like don't worry about it i got stood up like it's not a big deal she's like no not not the guy who stood you up the guy who you're sitting with at the table and she's like um stop no what She's like, "I don't know why you think you're here, but whatever the case is, the guy who you're talking to now, he's the reason why you're here. Why that you're here." Why is she speaking in riddles? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? So, this waitress proceeds to tell Jez that the girl, that that guy has been there before, and what happens is whenever he's there alone, he always order fire orders fireball shots. And then there's been several occasion where Um, sometimes a guy, sometimes a girl comes in for what seems to be either a date or like meeting up with like a move, someone who's going to be a potential roommate. Um, and the person comes in, sits at the bar, orders two fireball shots. Nobody comes. That guy ends up talking to them. They sit down at a table, have food. And then the person kind of seems to be getting like way too drunk for the amount of alcohol that they're (gasps) taking in. And then at the end of the night, they end up leaving together.
0: Has she been drinking the fireball shots? So
1: she did not drink the fireball shots. And she had, ha- she had actually just ordered a- an iced tea. But she left the iced tea at the table with him. So she's like, okay, well, <sighs> I'm not drinking that. Um, I'm so glad the waitress said something. Yeah, absolutely. Also,
0: I hope someone's watching that guy like a freaking hawk. Yeah,
1: you hope that the waitress and the, the bartender, they seem kind of tuned into the whole situation. So what she ends up doing, because Jez is a queen, she actually goes back to the table acts like nothing is wrong, keeps it very casual. She decides, I'm going to wait this out. She orders, says, you know what? I actually think I want a Diet Coke. So she switches her drink, gets a, gets a new drink. But that guy was pissed. <laughs> yes. So um, the guy's like, you know, like, I don't want your night to be wasted. Why don't we go somewhere else? Like, why don't we go, like, grab a drink somewhere else?
0: Ew, no. So she's
1: like, no, "No, I, you know, this night's a bust. I just want to go home. And he's like, no, that is so sad. Like, why don't we just go somewhere else? And she's like, nah. And then she says, like, he keeps just kind of pushing. So she pretends to get a text from a friend and says, oh, actually, my friends rallied. They're going to meet up with me at this other place. So like, if this is a man who's just genuinely concerned that this girl's had a bum night. Hey, look, my friends are, you know. Oh, go hang out with your friends. Yeah, go hang out. No, he's like, well, why don't we all go hang
0: out together? He's like, I, he's like, I
1: can take you there and we can all go like hang out with your friends. This is such a
0: creepy red flag. Oh, my gosh. No, exactly. no, ladies, no, ladies, no, <laughs> no, ladies.
1: So he eventually like she says, hey, like, I don't want to go anywhere. Like she eventually just kind of like, is at her I'm limit? She tries you. to be polite, but she's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm going to uh, meet up with my friends. And like, I don't I think that things should end here. He gets pissed and just gets up and leaves. And okay. then she sits there for a while because she doesn't want to go back to her car while he could potentially be outside. Absolutely not. And then she has the bartender walk her to her car. Good girl. So the that's like that's all a smart v- girl. Very smart. So she actually um, turned out to be a listener of um, a lot of crime junkie among other podcasts. So she, she, um she, knew what not to do and what to do because she was That's pretty well right. educated. So the one of the things that the, the host on Crime Junkie talk about was that Denver, which is where this took place, is a big, um, they're, they're, I guess their first red flag was like, what's going on if the person is like, how is he texting her while also like she never noticed that guy messaging her? Like she never noticed the guy sitting two seats away on his phone at all. And so the natural question is, is there a second person? Uh-huh, and this has been happening multiple times with multiple people, so that raises the question of like could this be a larger operation and one of the theories behind it is that it could be a, a sex trafficking operation uh-huh where they're getting these women to um, come to these places and then uh, eventually leave with them overly inebriated beyond what they should be so what they did is they kind of put out a public service announcement on the crime junkie They said, Hey, share the story, let everybody know. Um, and actually they started getting a whole bunch of like messages, emails and things like that saying, Hey, like I had a weird occasion where someone ordered uh, either fireball or like a, we- like some sort of distinctive drink. And then the person never stood them up. And then someone else came into the picture and sat down and ate dinner with them. And like, they- this was noted in like Tennessee and Colorado in Texas and like a lot of different places so it's a part of an
0: ongoing larger like investigation at this point. because I guess if you see a woman with two distinctive drinks, like shots or what whatever, that's a way of um, finding the target and being mm-hmm. like, that's who that's the that's the target, that's the person that we're trying to get if it's a multi-person operation. And it's also an in of being like, "Oh, did you get stood up? Oh, we have these two drinks." Yeah, one exactly. of which I can easily slip a powder in. Yeah. Also, let's like sit
1: down and get to know each other and make you feel comfortable. Gross. In conclusion, gross. Yes. In conclusion, gross. So that like that had me thinking a lot about just this idea of those times because I've heard this in so many different podcasts of those times where you just feel something's wrong and we kind of refer to it as like our gut instinct or a sixth sense like people I like did a little bit of research and there was all sorts of stories that came up of people trusting their sixth sense with like things as benign as they cross the street, not really knowing why they crossed the street. And yes. then a like big sign fell, like fell and crashed to the floor. Oh my gosh. And it's like what people think is the explanation for that is that you are taking in a lot more information than what you're consciously thinking processing, about and processing. Yeah. So maybe part of you saw the sign was starting to hang or it was clattering or and something was making you go. Was like walk that way. Exactly, go the other direction. Walk there that are... way, robot feet. <laughs> do read... just do it. There were all sorts of um, stories I read of different people listening to their their quote gut instinct with things from every everything from like somebody who always hung out at ba- basketball games who like always give someone a weird vibe and then ultimately turned out to be like a murderer or oh, someone like someone in like a congregation who the mom was like stay away from and the kids are like, Oh, he's really nice. And he turns out to be a sexual predator. This is it to like horrify everybody and make you trust no one though you shouldn't trust anyone. Yeah, um,
0: you really should trust no one,
1: but it's really just to like bring awareness to like the importance of that gut instinct mm-hmm. and the fact that, those are signs, fear is an important emotion, and those are signs that are pulling either from peripheral things that are going on that you're processing, from other experiences that you've had that are, um, that are, you're triggering a memory when you're in this experience with this person of some sort of past negative experience, whether or not you remember it. All of that stuff is your body telling you, hey, take this seriously, trust your gut, and it extends as far to taking tests like have you ever like used this strategy for test taking of like the whichever one kind of catches your attention first and something about it seems familiar you just go with if you can't rule out any other options
0: i'm more of a just keep picking c kind of gal
1: <laughs> yes trust the statistics see that's like, that's 26 like, or something well no I, I always i've like learned with with studying for stat like studying for like medical exams that like If I'm not sure what the answer is, whatever the first thing that like caught my eye when I first started reading the answer choices should be the option I choose because there's some part of me that remembers something. And if I start logicing it to my, trying to logic it out to myself, I'll pick any answer that I kind of create for myself. So honestly, I really just wanted to share that story with you. I thought it was really fascinating. And I also thought it was good, something good for the larger public to be aware of that like this could be a thing and it's something that you should be aware of. Um, and just to do all the things just did to get out of the situation, leave with the bartender, uh, make sure that the person that you're meeting, you're doing it in a public space. Like the story could have gone a lot differently had they not been meeting in a very overtly public location.
0: This is a bit of a tangent, but I've told you my, my gut reaction story about story. Whenever I was in boarding school at MSMS, I think I've told you this. I don't think So, so. When I was in boarding school in Mississippi in high school, I was in charge of, like, setting up for dances. It was me and my friend um, Jamal. And so me and Jamal were in charge of setting up for dances. So, I, we, like, we're on a main campus. We're on mm-hmm. a college campus, and we have a couple of different buildings that are dedicated to, the, like, the boarding high school mm-hmm. component. So to get from my dorm to where the dances are to, the, to that building, I have to, like, go down... Um, uh, down down the street a ways. That's right next to the train tracks and then go over the train tracks to get to the building And so I was going to go set up and I was walking alone um, I wouldn't have even thought I was not safe uh, one because I was like 16 but two Because I was on I was on school grounds So mm-hmm. I was safe even if it was like 7 p.m. I, I was on school grounds, so I'm safe and there was a guy um, who looked a very much like the same height and like weight as Jamal, on the train tracks, uh, and there's like a small there's a small fence in between the train tracks, and so and then like so along the train tracks there's train tracks and then fence, and if you go down uh, the way I was going down the road, then it opens up so that cars like so that cars can go by and so that I can get to the buildings. So there's a big opening, so I was he was waving over and calling at me and I couldn't really hear what he said. And so I was like, Oh, Jamal, like, what are you doing over there? And like started walking up to him, kind of like running over towards him. And then oh, I realized God. it wasn't Jamal. And so, ah, uh. yeah. So I stopped like instantly. I stopped and he was like, Hey, like, come here, come here. And I was like, no like what do you want like what is it and so I had stopped a decent ways away from the fence and I was like what do you want and you're like 17 years old yeah I was like a kid and and he was like he was like trying to make up things to say to me he was saying things like did you flip me off and I was like I don't even know who you are I don't know what you're talking about he's like oh well like what's your name ah no was, mission abort like, no and I was like I need to go um bye and he's like, no, like, what are your, name? what's your name? Like, don't be a bitch. Like, tell me your name. Oh, you should smile. You bet you have a good smile. And so I just like turn and just start walking. And then I look and I can hear him walking too. And I, and I stop and then he stops and then ah! I start walking oh God, again Kate. and I can, I see him now like next to me and he's You've walking never told and then me this. I stop I and th- I haven't told you this. No. Um, well then I stop and then he stops and then I start, t- I take off running and he takes off running. <laughs> and so I just run as fast as my little feet can take me. And I like get into the building. running towards you? Yeah. Like like running parallel to me. So there's a fence. He's on the railroad tracks. I'm on like the grass next so to him. So there's a fence a between fence. you and he's like running parallel to you? There's a fence between us and he's running parallel to it because if you... Up ahead, the fence stops. Because it's like the railroad crossing. Uh, oh my gosh. And so I have to run faster than him so that I can get over the railroad crossing and into that but building. Yeah, before, like, y'all, the yeah, fence Yeah, because it's after hours, so all, like, the school buildings are closed. I know that's the only building that's open because I opened it because I'm setting yes. up. That's really scary, Kate. hmm So.
1: I had a, an experience recently that I think I've told you um, where I was just, I was so I was leaving a friend's apartment, and um, I was walking towards my car. It wasn't even dark yet. It, it was downtown, but, like, not like a particularly like like spooky time of night you know it, it's right near the hospital no I'm not normally very concerned in those areas like I'm aware but I'm not like hyper aware um and there was a man um that kind of like walking in the direction of me in my car so um, I have a tendency of like I've been trained kind of like get to your car as soon as possible um, just for safety reasons and always like as soon as you get in it lock it yes. so the person was calling out to me like hey hey and I was I was like this could be someone who just wants money and like I felt bad at ignoring him because like you makes you feel inhumane but I was like I don't like I'm by myself like I have trying to get my book back in the back of the car so like as like I'm ignoring him. He starts like moving towards me faster and he starts like running towards me to the point where I get in my car and I lock the door and he starts slamming on the side of the door being like, Hey, like, don't be a bitch. And like saying things like that. And then like was surrounding my car to the point where he like, I like turned on the car and was about to reverse. He was banging on the, like on my, the trunk of my car. I ended up having to like call the police on it.
0: I've heard this story. And as your big sister, I I don't like hearing this story. It was just
1: awful because it was like in the daytime. Like there was, I don't know. I
0: just, I was just glad that like I didn't engage with that person. Like it wasn't worth it. My, yeah. Mine was in the daytime too. And he was doing exactly what you said where he's trying to get my attention. And I, I'm like, oh yeah, I think I know who you are. And by the time you realize it, you're too close to them and you Ugh. need to find a way to get out of the situation without angering them. Because guess what? They'll make up any excuse to call you bitch and get angry and get up in your face, um, yeah. And then do do who knows what. So yeah. In no secondary locations. Do I ever go with anyone to a secondary location? Oh, That's never. My last
1: My last preach. There's an I don't amazing John. Primary locations.
0: About I don't leave my house.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't go to any primary. No, just kidding. You should go to primary. <laughs> I'm locations. Not kidding.
0: You should not go to primary.
1: Indoors. Indoor. Isn't that from SpongeBob? Correct. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's all I have for this episode. I just thought it was interesting and wanted to share.
0: I would love to hear from our club members if they have any like gut instincts. Yes, absolutely. Experiences where their gut is just telling them something that turned out to be true. I would love, yeah. love, love. If you guys have those stories, please um, send them to us. Um, our email address is Nightlight Horror Movie Club at gmail.com. Please let us know. I would love to hear these stories. And maybe if we get enough, we can do a little episode where we have a conversation. Yeah, I would love to, to read stories. them on the
1: pod and kind of share everyone's ex- experiences and help everyone stay wary, stay woke. Yeah, club catharsis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, that's all that we have for this episode. Next week, we're going to be covering as above, so below. So that stay tuned for that. It should be pretty horrifying. Um, are you afraid? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes, to put it to put it briefly. Yay! But that's what apparently you sickos want. So <laughs> that's what they want. <laughs> that's what they wanted. The feedback has been, let's frighten Emma. So
0: I see how it is. Well, that's why you're here. I don't know if you realize that. Yeah, I realize I'm stuck now. We enjoy your fear. (laughs) We feed on it. Okay. feed on it. (laughs) All
1: right. Okay. I'll let Kate get back to um, murdering uh, Park. Uh, I'm not
0: trying to murder them. It's just like really easy to do so. Okay. Well, you go get your Jurassic animals in check. I'll try, but no promises.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. Until then, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy.